I should be making a list, I know, but I'm a under the mistletoe. Shoddy with you, I'm with you, shoddy with you. <laughs> well, that, of course, is our dear friend Bieber. And if it's what I kept telling Lisa, the little lady they hired to be one of Santa's elves at our annual holiday party as she barred me from exiting the Nog Station, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, uh, bringing another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, which, of course, originates, as always, from the foul banks of the Guanas. And uh, my goodness, we're just a just a, a, a hair's breadth away from our little Gowani tonight, aren't we? Just over here in the Tony Cobble Hill section of Brooklyn, uh, I've been invited over to to sit for a spell, as it were, uh, with a, a terrific lady, a terrific gal, and. Uh, we shut all the windows to, so you didn't have to hear any of the noises from the koi pond <laughs> down below. It's uh, There's a loud fish, I guess, <laughs> from down there. But uh, we're here. We're celebrating the holiday season. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome with your ears, illustrator and dear friend of the program, Jen Hill. Jen, hello. Hi, Dale. How are you? Here great you go. To, great to be here with Shake you. My, well, it's great to, great to be here, and thank you for welcoming me. <laughs> into your home. It's always nice when someone invites me up and we can uh, sit on a nice couch for a little bit and, and talk about things, isn't it? How, how's your holiday preparations going? It's great. As you can see, I have my scented candle out, which Which I... scent is this? Now, I'm trying to identify it. it Hold on. Let me let me do it. It smells like Christmas. It does. <laughs> it does. If Christmas is a... Can I a, say that? It feels like a... I think it sh I should have said it smells like the holidays. Sorry. No, no, no. It's can okay. You, you can probably go back and edit, right? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't like to, to do it, but idea. I can. Let me tell you something. I wish that we had a, a smell option on the podcast, because you could smell... <sighs> this is Christmas so good. as lived in by a cinnamon family. It's, it's, <laughs> it's true. Cinnamon Christmas. I just bought that again. I had one huh? like four years ago. Oh, well, it's a nice and revisiting. it's like down area. to like a tiny, eensy bit left. Is that the one in the bathroom? Yes. Well, yeah, you better check and that. And I had I... to replace it this year, <laughs> finally. Yeah, I shouldn't have shut the door, but uh, you get Love a lot. that candle. Well, it's nice. You just have, it's a nice tradition for you. Every yeah. four years, you get a cinnamon candle. Right, it's true. I mean, we don't have a tree, as you can see. Well, you really live it up, though, don't you? Will you with a, with a scent, this is almost enough. It's a kind of minimalist Christmas expression. It is, and uh, it because could... you don't have to look at it to appreciate it. But it's you just be with air. it. It's in the air, isn't it? And I'd rather have that. Sometimes you get a smelly old pine tree that's in the house, right? And a bunch and of needles to sweep. Oh below. my goodness, that's that's a lot of work. We've got Sweeping that going up on. Needles up. I'm telling you, I broom every day. This is what I do. It's part of my ritual. Right after my eggs and my dry toast, I I sweep up them needles. And my goodness, they get in your socks, they get in your bed. I, I'm going to tell you a true story. I Sometimes, uh, on every other day, I don't do a full shower. I just do my hair. I just wash the hair within the sink, do a little bird bath. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I guess I'd been mucking around in the Christmas tree the other day, getting things straightened up and all that, and making sure baby Pepsi didn't spy on any of the presents that are under there. And uh, I was messing around. As I went in there to do my bird bath uh, on, on, the, on the extra other day, and I... <laughs> I'm washing my hair and needles are coming out. I thought I was turning into a pine tree is what I thought. <laughs> it was a little bit... I'm used to hair coming out. That's but what I was the, just going to say. It's better needles coming out than hair falling out. Well, they both do. And uh, 
Anyhow, I guess it's just fun. You just got to enjoy the holiday. Will you be spending the holidays here in Cabo Hill? No, I will not be doing that this year. Where will you be going? My husband and I are going to travel to North Carolina. Oh, my goodness. Well, his that, homeland. His homeland. That's where he's from, I that's gather. That's where he hails uh, from. And what part of North Carolina? Charlotte. Oh, well, well, it sounds like you've been practicing your accent, Well, too, I've been there a piece a few times. <laughs> Have some barbecue. Is it good Good stuff down there, huh? What do they like, the Real vinegar there? Real good barbecue. Real good barbecue It's a vinegary oh. kind of thing, though, right? It is. It's true. But there are other styles you can get as well, and I like all of it. I love well, barbecue. Well, barbecue good. and Indian food, my two favorite things. They're not that dissimilar, are they? No. Bunch of stuff on some meat. There you go. It's you got sauce, it's got meat. You summed it up nicely. Thank you, Jen. <laughs> oh, well, you know, uh, and by the way, thank you for this, and thanks to your husband, who isn't here to uh, uh, keep me away from it. So uh, we want to thank him. He's, he's allowed me to pair the podcast uh, tonight with a, a little uh, hint of Eagle Rare Single Barrel. Uh, uh, that's a, What is that, a 10-year probably? Yep, that's what I thought. And uh, it's keeping me in good stead, and I hope that uh, if you're home listening to this now, that you have something nice uh, to enjoy this with as well. And you've got a, what do you have there? I have there? a Peak Organic Winter Session Ale, which My is not goodness. what I usually drink, but a kindly guest brought it over a couple of weeks ago, so I figured I would dip in. Well, it's nice to have friends. Yeah. And uh, what is it? Can you say, does it taste like cinnamon, does it? <laughs> it tastes ah! like... Tastes like winter. I smelled it to, to tell you what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong? With it? What is it? It's been like barbecue, curry, <laughs> curry, barbecue, beer. But now, part of the reason why I wanted to to sit down with you, and I'm so thankful you could spend a little time, is because you've been you've got a book out now that I want to tell people about. So we'll get there. But you've also been doing something online, and I'm no I'm no stranger to the online world myself. I like to dabble on there. I like to be on there. On the webs and on the chats and all kinds of things. And I'm excited that The Bachelor's coming back in January, so my Monday nights are booked. Yep. But anyhow, uh, you've got you've got something going on there where I, I said you're an illustrator, and that's what you're doing, and you've given yourself a challenge. Tell me what you're, what you're doing. It's a really exciting adventure. Well, I was drinking at a bar recently with my husband, and I decided that I needed a challenge. And so, so many things <laughs> be, begin that way, don't they? Oh, when just drinking with like, someone you love and yeah. decide you need a challenge. I was like, I'm, I don't have enough work to do. So, um, your I work on the relationship like, is done, obviously. So I, I, nice. I tell long stories, I'm gonna try to get the point. That's but, all right. People um, tune in for this for an hour long session, so that's. <laughs> I've been working on a children's book for a long time, and I'm, I'm like really antsy to get it like out there to my publisher. This and is Tum Tum. Nope, this is a Arvind Quirrell, the guy with the beard, the face oh, beard. The, thing. Yes, yes. Well, let's yep. talk, let's revisit that because I want our listeners to know what we're right. talking about. He has a beard. It's it's not a beard. It's a creature. But at first, you look at him and you think it's a beard, and then you look closer and you see two little eyes, like a flying squirrel or something. Yes. What do you know? What animal it is? No, but I think I've decided. <laughs> I think you should finally. Yes, because uh, he he's either he's either a woodchuck. Yes, or a squirrel, or maybe he's something entirely different that I make up. See, I like that the best. Right. Um, well, either the other two options. I guess if you have to have something clinging to your face as an animal beard, right, would, would be acceptable. 
Well, he started out as a Some things evil you don't bad want. guy. Some things you don't want, right. like a snapping no. turtle. No. You, don't, you don't want that. I can paint for your food. <laughs> you don't want That's a porcupine. <laughs> no, and a raccoon always washing stuff. He'd always be washing things for you. And that might get a little, you get a little water down your shirt <laughs> or something. Not so good in the winter time. So anyhow, I was so you're, Arvind Squirrel working, is his name? Working on Arvind Quirrell. His Arvind name was Quirrell. Arvind, and then he got the squirrel, so he became Arvind Quirrell, because they're one guy now. But anyway. It's a symbiotic relationship yes. that's going on? No, I right. hit a wall there, and I needed some space. And I let, you, ne- you need to keep the, the motor greased up. You, know, you don't you have to, to tell me. every day. <laughs> <laughs> so... I thought to myself, what can I do for the month of December? I know. I'm going to do an advent calendar. Right. Because I loved advent calendars Me when too. I was a Me kid. Me too. Me too. Sure, yeah. And I would Delightful just, and surprising yes. every day. And over the years, they got chintzier and yep. chintzier. Yep. Sure, I and absolutely agree. I miss my Dickens Christmas, you know? Like, I love the fancy stuff. I mean, it's Christmas time. Like, be Fancy. Get a scented candle. Festive. Get a scented candle. (laughs) Like, I don't want to hear, like, I can't fit it in my apartment. I can't fit it in my apartment. Everybody can fit a scented candle in their apartment. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great thing about it, isn't it? That's right. So I decided that I was. You came from a little bit of a brawler position. Right. (laughs) Let me get in there. And so, but you gave gave yourself a challenge of doing what? What So I'm doing, like, an advent calendar of sorts, which is like a painting a day. And at first I was going to do the 12 days of Christmas. Right, like the four sure. geese laying or and whatever. The drummers and the and swans. And I was like, whatever, the, that's just, you know, then I have to follow these rules and I won't right. do it. So I'm just going to do whatever I want every day, but I have to do a new picture every day. And it has to be holiday oriented somehow. So. And right now, how many days have you done? 15. Oh my goodness. Well, I... <laughs> But I did one preliminary warm-up day. Well, well that, we're not going to count that, or what? So I'll count that too, because that was like right, that so was 16. my like. Wait, am I really going to do this day? So I made this picture really quick of like this lady from like a British sitcom. Mrs. Slocum. Yes. Yes, I saw it on there. That's one of my. Are you being served? That show. Yes. The purple yes. hair and the orange earrings. I think I'm pretty sure that's her name, Mrs. Slocum. She's a great character, and of course mm-hmm. they had a lot of great. They all worked in a department store. And had one a great, uh, great theme song to it, and all that. If you like PBS, and I do, uh, I love PBS. <laughs> PBS, NPR, anything with three initials and three syllables, I'm on it. Well, I, I like it too. What do your parents call NPR? Oh, the the Devil's Handiwork, uh, Lies <laughs> Just, Channel. Well, everybody has different opinions, <laughs> don't they? And they all, they all go about their lives in such unique ways. <laughs> But so you're up to 16, basically, of these drawings. You release mm-hmm. one every day. Mm-hmm. And if Mrs. Slocum wasn't holiday-themed, no. but let's, you know, okay, we're going to fudge that a little bit. She's a nice lady. And uh, you got them all going, and it's just been, it's, it's what I look forward to. Every day I wake oh, up and say, thanks. oh, i got to check this thing, see so what I she's got going. That, that was kind of like what I was hoping to get out of it as a byproduct. It would be really nice if I became something that people wanted to just Quickly look at every day and enjoy. That's what you have to do online too. It's a great strategy mm-hmm. because uh, you know I I can't update every day. I, I do the tweets and I let people know what 
what I'm thinking about, mostly on the subway. But uh, you, it's tough to keep up with, and I, I get a tough time with it myself. But that's great. And where's the, what is the website for people to tune in now oh if they want God, to do it? That's a good question. Is it jenhillustration.blogspot.com? It's whatever one is not your official one. It's the blog <laughs> no, one. Because I have, like, a few different websites. I have oh, my gosh. jen-hill.com. That's your main one where people... And do you link there from the... You can and get, you I can believe, get there from yes, there. Yes, you can get to my so blog. jen-hill with two L's, one yes, N. One N. Dot com. Yes. And then you can... Click on the blog, and you'll, you'll see this thing going on every day. They'll release a new one. What do you do? You get up and do it, or you wait till the end of the sometimes, day? Sometimes I um, go through all of my old little sketchy things and see what I can take and, and transform. Sometimes I'll do it the night before. Sometimes I'll get up at like 5 a.m. and do it. But are you consistent about when you release it? Because I probably check no. midday. No. So just you know sometime that day something's going to happen. It has to be before happen. noon. Oh, be, well, that's pretty good. But... Um. Yeah, I don't think I've released one afternoon ever. Well, you got to stick to it if that's what you're yeah. saying. Now. <laughs> I know. A lot of people, <laughs> now a lot of people be tuning in and say, oh my God, what is this? Two o'clock, where's my new gen hit? Yeah. And of course we're talking about East Coast time, not West Coast time too. So let's make sure that's clear because we have a lot of listeners all over the world. <laughs> they tune in, don't they? And of course, your website's accessible wherever they're not censoring mm -hmm. it, so that's good. Right. And uh, and and your style's so so wonderful, and I've just fallen for it. I just I just like it. But now, where did you grow up? Um, in a magical fairy town with lots of cottages and. Uh... New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so you you were there. You were a young girl just uh, out there in the Pine Barrens. Hoping to stay away from the Jersey Devil. I'm yep, sure you were true. threatened by that out there in the Pine Barrens, our great Loch Ness of the, of the East Coast. And uh, not counting, of course, Lake Champlain and Champy up there. We, this is a different kind, more of a chupacabra kind of a beast, I gather, that runs around out there. And you turned to drawing, I guess, mm. at an early age. Is I did. I turned to it. <laughs> it was the only I place. needed it. Only place for solace among us. What was probably a tempestuous time for a young girl. And, <laughs> and what's the town you grew up in? It's Oakland, New Jersey. Oakland, well, that's... Uh, in Bergen County, it's like... Oh, that's that's a nice part from, of it, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's pretty nice. I mean, you know, I remember freshman year at RISD, this guy, this teacher that's I had... That's the Rhode was, Island School of Design. Right, Rhode That's where Island I did School a little... Continuing education, which is how we first met there. I was boning up on my mold-making techniques there. So, that's right, yeah. that's right. You know, I seem to have a fuzzy recollection of that. Well, if you ever mold went by Car House, I was there eating a muffin. Car most, House. Mo that's the one with the umlaut, right? That's right. That's right. So I had this one professor who is now deceased. He just oh passed gosh. away this past summer. This but year. He said... He had the whole class go, where are you from, where are you from? And I said, New Jersey. And he said, I'm sorry, Classic. next. Classic. And I was like, oh, typical. <laughs> right. You, you were used to that kind of thing. You had a tough skin yeah. growing up out there in the Pine Barrens, well, didn't you? Well, you know, my parents are from Illinois. They're from Chicago. Oh, well, this explains a lot, doesn't and it? And they hate New Jersey. Well, not anymore. And now they're resigned. Don't, don't out them as haters. But, they might listen to this. <laughs> might they? Do they like they you? They won't listen to this leftist-leaning right. podcast. It's pretty progressive. It's, uh, I know that this is broadcast directly to Zuccotti Park. We're, we're, we're broadcasting so, from <laughs> Occupy Wall Street. There's nobody there, but I like to broadcast <laughs> right. here. Let me just, as a side note, 
I love Z I think Zuccotti Park has taken the imagination of people because it sounds so much like the old 20s protesting sites and that kind of like yeah, it sounds really a little does. like Franco and Zafredi or whatever those guys yeah like Tammany uh, Hall I like don't Tammany know like Tammany Hall it sounds like it has what, a name. The, what am I thinking I had the name before in my mind as I was thinking about were the, were the two that were well Zanetti well anyhow it just sounds old Italian it sounds like a fun place to be and I <laughs> Of course, well, I'm I'm one of the you know ninety nine percent. I'm not. Actually, I won't speak but for you. But I really sympathize. Just kidding. And so that's why we're broadcast out there. But if your parents so choose to tune in, I want them to be welcome to yes. because this is an open, an open forum. And I know I have some conservative listeners out there too. <laughs> and I, I tell you what, I like having them in the mix. I do because I like I like I just like talking about it. And I could not be a bigger fan of Rick Santorum. <laughs> Who? I just Rick Santor, one of these fellows running for president, oh. and he's got a great look now. He started wearing sweater vests today. He showed up at a campaign event in a sweater. Anyhow, so you grew up in New Jersey, mm -hmm. and you turned to illustrate. Was that your love at an early age, illustration? Or well, I used to call it drawing pictures. And That's uh, what many people called it first. Yeah, isn't it? I, I used to draw pictures all the time, and uh, at the kitchen table. And then when anybody would walk in the room, I'd like cover it up. Were they angry, angry drawings? No. What were the drawings? Yeah. I used to draw the dorkiest, most dorkified stuff ever. Like kit, like all these kids together at a party. I remember one year, like my one of my favorite drawings ever that I did was like a holiday drawing. Actually, it was yes. like there was a Christmas tree and a menorah and like all these kids just like playing. That's such a beautiful thing to do. It's, it's, and I remember, like, my mom walking in and being like, no, you can't see. But she would have loved it, wouldn't she? Would I she have been know. supportive of that? I had this weird, like, Does she wish you'd now do more extra? Um, no. No, she doesn't. Well, they're not artsy. But, but she appreciates what you're doing? or Yeah. You feel accepted by them for all your success now? Well. We're getting into some tricky to territory. To quote my dad's speech at my wedding... You know, it's not just all about chasing rainbows, doing art, that is. Yes, and then he true. likened my art career to his golfing. Well, if you look at it, they're, they're pretty similar. Yeah, I guess. Isn't it? It's all, uh, although, I, although I think where I might take a little issue with it is the kind of hobbyfication of your right. ch chosen path. And that might stick in your craw a little it bit. Does. It could get a little irritating, <laughs> like sand in your swimsuit. But uh, well, the the wet sweater cuff. That's what I, you know, exactly. Wet sweater. No, cuff. thank you. But uh, but you know what I do like if you're wearing. Well, I like to do this as a kid. Not so much anymore. But if it would be a real snowy day or something, and I'd be out there playing in the snow, and I love to do it. I love to run over hill and dale, actually. <laughs> As it were, but uh, in the in the snowdrifts, I would like to just thrust my hands down around my buttocks after a long day in the cold, and it would you your 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 the posterior there would just be so cool, you know you'd be warmed up from the from the heat, but your 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 rear might be a little. So anyhow, you're uh, so you're drawing these utopian visions of yourself as you wish you were with your friends, and maybe I don't know if you had many friends at the time. And Garfield. I drew Garfield. Wasn't he great? All the time. I had every book. I still do. I love it. <laughs> I, I'll tell you something. I haven't told many people this, but I had a pretty, a pretty intense crush on Nermal. Oh yeah. Uh, just the big eyes and the always big eager to eyes please. Will get you. Always eager to please, and always remind me of, of my ex-wife Ginny's. Uh, I think a big reason why we're we love to just 
Talk, we'd read it, and if there was a normal comic, boy, we'd laugh and just hit. We had some fun there with those. And Jim Davis, of course, the great creator of. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, you're, you're there. And then what leads you to decide, well, I'm going to go to art school? You said, if there's an opportunity for me to draw a bike, oh, right. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Everybody, I should explain, everybody has to draw, even in continuing ed, they made us draw a bike. I don't know why that why they did that. I was only interested in making molds, but they said, well, draw a bike, and that's the only requirement to get into that school, isn't it? Very unusual. I really don't What was get your it. bike like? Oh, it was so, so, so stupid. And typical high school, like, this is so weird. I drew, like, parts of the bike connecting in a different way than they would normally yeah. connect. Like, I was, I think I, at the time, my favorite artist was Salvador Dali. I've heard of him, yes. Yeah. So, um. You did a real surrealist kind of a thing. No. Well, I bet it was fine for your years, and of course, the, mine was fine for my years. I still got, I was able to go, and I just drew a bike. I, yeah, they let me in at what least. What the heck? You want Thank me to draw God. a picture of a bike? I'll draw a picture of a bike. What else do you need? Here's your money. But right, so you're right. there, and you had a good time there. You had a productive time at RISD. Yeah. I don't want to go too much into the past, but you had a nice time yeah, there. Yeah, it was pretty good. I was uh, middling. I remember, I remember you as an eager student, full of <laughs> friends and colorful clothes. And colorful. Much shorter right. hair than you have now, and a little bit lighter, probably. White hair, black clothes. Yeah, that's the, that, that was, was the uniform. That was pretty much it, except for that one era when I kind of like was into like skater clothes. Weren't they Because I didn't skate, of I course, always wished I had been into skater yeah, clothes. Yeah, it just seemed I, like a really laid-back lifestyle. It like, does seem comfortable. You could wear sneakers instead of those big creeper things I was wearing all the you time. You could just have nice vans instead of Frankenstein yeah, exactly, shoes. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Some people didn't wear any shoes. You had to say, <laughs> right, well, they were in the glass department. All right, they were. And you thought to yourself, <laughs> Carmen just put on some shoes. But uh, she did okay, I think. I think she probably is fine. She's probably listening now, and we wish her the best. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I was sat across from a lady on the plane. I was just out there in Los Angeles getting ready for the big show. You know, i got a big show coming up uh, out there, and I was out there just prepping the space and meeting with some people. You have to take some meetings when you're in Los mm -hmm. Angeles, so that's what I did. And a whole way back on the plane, I was across from a woman. Across, I think she was a woman. Now I'm all for, you know, I've said it before, I'm all for destroying the gender binary, but this woman was uh, a person, uh, was really pushing the limits, and not, it, I don't have any problem with that, except that at some point I wanted to talk to them and say, hey buddy, hey gal, and I didn't know what to say, but she's there and she had no shoes on the whole flight. Oh. People go on. People go on there, and I think, well, that's nice. People feel comfortable that they can just take off their shoes Wait, and kick socks? back. No shocks. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I had a look at her toenails and all that kind oh, of stuff. No. And she sniffled, he, she sniffled the whole way. Five, a five and a half hour flight. Like real oh. deep sniffling, you know what I mean? And every about 15 minutes, you think, well, this is, this is it. And she just kept doing it. Not, not in an attractive way by, by any means. Sometimes people find that attractive. I didn't. And I'm telling you, she had hair color of fire. It was all dyed and whatnot. And I thought, well, maybe she's going up there to RISD and seeing oh, <laughs> see right. what's going on. But no, I didn't because I respect the institution. This person didn't have respect for any institution. Oh, no shoes no. and no... 
Anyhow, it's something that, that bothered me, and it was a tough time, but you know what? We got through it, and you got through art school, and you thrived, and what happened after that? You move out here to New York City? Oh, Where, where'd you no. go first? Where'd you go first? Oh, let's, let's talk about the Boston years. Well, let's do it briefly, because I don't have a lot of love for Boston. <laughs> You know, I really it's love not that Boston. Long of a now. Podcast. Yeah, you I like it. I hated it then. I didn't have a good time there. I'll be—I'll be honest. I, I know we have many great listeners up there, and tons of supporters. And I've always loved to come up there and spend some time. But uh, it's a charming place. It's a charming, charming place. place. If you know the right people, I bet it is. I bet if you know where to go, it's charming. Right. I had some great drinks up there, and I've had some good food in Boston. And I stay at the Four Seasons when I'm up oh, there. Oh, of course. And uh, it's not a bad place. I stayed up on the top level where they got a little private. It's kind of a private residence kind of thing. Of course, somebody was paying for me to be there. And uh, part of, you know, I pass out flyers up on Broadway for the musicals and the comedy shows. So it was my company that paid me to go to a conference. Nice facility there. And uh, I don't know how I got talking about this hotel. But I did end up eating in an Italian restaurant. And they forgot. I was kind of sitting behind the column. They forgot I was there. Oh, so no. Queenie took a long time. But you spent a little time in Boston. Mm -hmm. And uh, how many years were you there? Uh, seven. Seven. That's probably <clears throat> two more than I think would be necessary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was the bus that used to go from Providence there? Peter Pan, Red oh, Rooster? Yeah, the Peter Pan bus. The Peter of Pan, something like that. So there was a rooster one too, That's, I think. Yeah. You go up to was, the to the station and take the bus. I you go to Newberry Street, you, you think, know, oh, it's this funny is it. Because <laughs> when I lived in Providence and then I worked in Boston and then I moved to Boston and then I lived in Boston and then I eventually started working in Providence and lived in Boston. Oh my gosh, that makes no sense. <laughs> so does it? I would always do this commute. <laughs> And then finally, I was like, this is not the corridor for me anymore. That's not the way to go. And so when did you move to New York? When, let's see, what year was that? You know, I'm not good with years. I'm well, good a few with years like, ago, yeah, though. Like That's safe to say ago. it's been a little while. So, no, oh my gosh, eight years ago. Eight years ago. <gasps> I'm giving myself away. <laughs> You're getting Do up the there. math, smart You're kids. You're getting up there in age, aren't you? Well, uh, that's fine. You're maturing in a nice way. And uh, and you've had a lot of success. Now you got this book that's out, and it's just going gangbusters, isn't it? It's really going gangbusters. This is something that yeah. you did with somebody that at first I might not have a lot of affection for, but right. but I see that uh, uh, he might be not that bad. You read this book, and you get maybe a different different perspective. Sometimes we all judge people, and uh, we all do it. I do it on the subway about oh, yeah. a lot. Think about well, who might I want to. You might want to survive an apocalypse with, with the people there, and I'm not often rewarded in my choices. But what I'm saying is that uh, you might take a second look at this person, uh, a collaborator with uh, Perez Hilton. That's the guy's mm -hmm. name. Not Paris Hilton, not the lady. No, but not the, the lady. But Perez, who made a kind of career out of making fun of That's the right. lady. That's <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, just as a side story... <laughs> As I like to call them, but really, it's the only thing I know. Uh, th that fella really made it, based his career at a, a particular coffee bean in Tea Leaf up there on Sunset in Los Angeles. And uh, I, uh, I went with a gal out there for a little bit, lived around the corner. And so I would see uh, him and the whole gang going through this oh, coffee no bean in really? Tea Leaf up there. And uh, you just thought to yourself, this is inferior coffee. I don't know what the big deal 
<laughs> the big deal. People rave about it and their ice blended and this, that, and the caramel drizzle. But I'm telling you, it's bad coffee. It's just not mm. something I would want to do. But sometimes it was fun to see uh, some of the people. You have the Jessica Alvarez and that kind of thing going in and out. Ooh, of course, lots that's, of celebs, that's huh? That's Well, I've just named one. But yeah, the, the Gavin Rossdale. Is that the guy's name? Oh, the, the uh, Glycerine. Sure, that's He's the guy. He's married to the Gwen, Gwen Stefani. And they were there, I think, having a nice latte or something. Anyhow, nice. L.A. is full of those kind of places. You know, Me- so is Cobble Hill. Is it true? Yes. That's true. Media, but I, th- I would say the difference is that in Los Angeles you have mediocre places serving uh, 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 people of a particular caliber, and here you have very quality places serving people of a, probably even a higher caliber, <laughs> if I dare say so. I kicked the rug as I said it because I wanted to emphasize it. But now, so this, how do you hook up with them? Were you there um, at the Coffee Bean? No. You have to take meetings out in Los Angeles? I, I was like this person that did a career change in my early 30s. Basically. You had to give up plumbing, did you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been kind of like skating around the whole children's book thing for a while. Because why do children's books when you can do plumbing? That's so, no. What were you really doing? You call, what you I, call plumbing is what other people call I animation. I have gone from a series of, from from uh, odd job to odd job, like a series of like very weird luck jobs. Like I was doing animation for a long time in various capacities, and then I got plucked out of obscurity by this guy who has a child with cerebral palsy and wanted to invent a a better device for the child to use for communication. Yes. And so he hired me to design a symbol language for this device. And so I... Remarkable. Initially, I was just hired to design a character to use in the symbols. And then it was going well. Somebody with an animal for a beard, (laughs) probably. You know, I started out as an animal because children can universally relate to an animal, whereas if you bring an actual childlikeness into the mix... Then you've got to account for different ethnicities. Then it gets confusing. No, baby Pepsi loves a porcupine. But, she just right, will relate see? to it like Kids nobody's love animals. Business. They're just so huggable, That's especially right. those porcupines. <laughs> so um, anyhow, this, this became an actual thing, and it became an actual company, and I became like you know a, a person in this core of this company, and I was a, like had a staff and stuff eventually. Designing the whole language from the ground up. Mm-hmm. A whole visual-based icon. Basically a visual uh, a dictionary. That's amazing. And it's still in use today? No. Well, it what, they sadly solve, meant it They solved the disease? Is no. It, can you call it a disease? Um, what do you call it? It's, it's a, I would call it a condition. A condition, Because right. it's, it's a result I don't mean to of misspeak, a birth but... A birth trauma, uh, birth usually trauma, lack of oxygen to the brain. That's of course it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're getting very serious mm-hmm. here. Yes, we're taking it down enough. And, but, but that's all right because it's the holidays, right? And <laughs> but you any, need a but, dose but, of reality. But so then, but but uh, you did it for a while, and so it was did that wide, for about widely five used. Or, it was or? it. Um, you know, we we like to think it was like the Apple versus the. Microsoft stuff back before Apple was like ubiquitous. You had a right? competitor that was maybe more better, but their yes. stuff crashed all the time. Big bad behemoth guy. I, I see. won't say who they are because I have done work for them. Oh my! Well, <laughs> all right, well, okay. But um, <laughs> they basically run the whole field. 
so a visual language based uh, communication for devices, who have assistive survived. technology. Yeah. Assistive technology. I knew there would be a nice word for so it. They make they make things for you know stroke victims, anybody who needs some kind of uh, computerized speech right. Right. device. Well, I tell you, a podcast is good for that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. This. I bet I bet we've stirred a few people in comas just. Uh, Come out of I it. should hope so. I because hope so. that movie from the eighties was really interesting. Which is it? Coma. Oh, coma. All those people <laughs> sure. hanging. Sure, the great coma. Ooh. I, I, I don't immediately recall Creeps. it, but I'm sure it's a good one. Uh, I was always I was thinking of a, a Brian song. I don't know. That might be seventies, oh. but uh, I, whenever I think of a movie, I think of Brian's song first. Anyhow, uh, so uh, <laughs> we're just having a good time. And uh, the candles burning down. So you got this. What's the book called? The kid with the pink hair. The boy with the pink hair. The boy with the, the boy pink with hair. pink hair. The boy with pink hair. And how long were you working on that? Not very long. Um, I got the call uh, two weeks before I got married, and then I got married and went to Belgium for three weeks on a beer tour because that was what we did for our honeymoon. And I came back. I tell you, if you wanted to know more about your marriage, we've discussed a lot of, <laughs> a lot of it here. Well, that's wonderful. A lot of yeah. things are real milestones we around your Belgian relationship. Beer. Well, it's a good, it's a good beer, isn't it? Yeah, it's, well, it's fantastic. Anyway, so you did your beer tour. And we you did said, our okay, beer tour, great. and then I came back, and I was like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, that was October twenty eighth, and then so all of November, and then all of December, and all of January. So three months. But I had, you know, some time off for Christmas and the holidays. Well, and yeah, stuff. just enjoying scented candles during right. that time. Right. I, I was bet. spinning the dreidel a little bit. Yes. Eating some turkey here and there. And Where do you spin the dreidel? North Carolina or oh here? Oh, gosh. So many parties. Just a lot of dreidel I'm, parties I'm this at time every of year. Party. I get invited to a lot of dreidel parties, too. But uh, those, those can be fruitful. They really can be, especially when you get gimel. Is that what it's called? Gilt or gimel? What's it called? Gimel? The, all the, the gold coins. All the little characters on each side of the dreidel. Oh, yes, you know? yes, sure, sure, you get, sure. You get gelt every time. That's or right, that's or you don't get gelt. gelt if you get, like, the. I forget, like, I forget all of them. That's okay. Don't be guilty whatever. about the gelt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot of what you know what I, t I will tell you is don't think that if you drink a bottle of brandy that just eating a pumpkin pie will fix it. Oh, because no. it, it won't, <laughs> I can tell you, and uh, I can point you to a particular curb in San Francisco that would back me up on this oh. story. It was a little bit of a rough time, Still but uh, smells to this day. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't think that. But anyhow, uh, 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 back to more pleasant subjects. You're talking about, uh, and isn't the ho the holidays are a nice time to just be with people, Such aren't they? A great time to be with. So, uh, uh, I smell a little like wood smoke in here. Do you think that candle's okay, or do you think we've set the bathroom yeah, on fire? No, I should probably check the candle. You want to check the candle? Listen, while you do that, I'll just have a little bit of this Eagle Rare 10-year single barrel, and we'll just have a little bit of that to, to, wet, to wet the whistle. How are we doing in there? Candle's fine. Okay, I just, there's something about the, uh, something about... I'll show you this. This is our Christmas tree. Oh, look at that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what's being brought out to me today is a, a deer, I'd say, a robust uh, uh, animal with a, a kind of a, many candles 
that have been placed within its antlers and uh, lit with the most spectacular lights I've ever seen. Uh, we might need to take a picture. This is all battery powered, is it? Yes. Well, that's it's got this a head. This is from IKEA. IKEA, one of our genius? great retailers. I thought I would put this on the front of my bike, actually, when I ride around. <laughs> Seriously. A little hedgehog great. hanging from one of the antlers. Well, that's beautiful. It really spices up the place. <laughs> Combined with the with the uh, uh, candle, it just could not be more. It's so festive. Mess- in here. Festive, is the word. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, thank you for bringing that out. I appreciate it. And so, but you can in this book, it tells the story of what? It tells the story of Perez Hilton as a little boy. No. Well, Common that's misconception. A little, that's about a little the book. misleading. <laughs> the book is about a boy who has pink hair, who is really talented at one thing in particular that people find out once they extend themselves to him. Because at first everyone's very, you know, put off that he's got pink hair. Why does he have pink hair? His special talent is blogging about celebrities. Is that right? No, his special talent is something that I'm not going to tell you about until oh, you read the book. Spoiler find alert. Out. Okay, well, we won't, we won't do that. So where can you buy the book? You can buy it anywhere. Anywhere, independent um, booksellers. You can get it yes. at Amazon. You can get it at Barnes & Noble. You can gift card somebody something for a Kindle and That's probably right. read it on one of your portable devices. Soon on my website, you will find a little widget where when you click on it, it will bring up all the independent bookstores in your area. Well, and it'll leave out all of the big behemoth bad guys. Well, that's pretty. That's I, nice. I that's had a very your parents should like that. <laughs> who, one of my favorite people ever that I've ever worked with, and just in life in general, is a man named Tom Morse. He lives in Boston area. Okay. And so I look him up. I <laughs> yeah, look him up. Do Google a street, street view he, of his house. I last week had this idea like, oh, it would be so cool if there was a button you could click and it would just bring up a map of all the like local sure, bookstores sure. and not Target or Walmart. And so I emailed him and I just said that. And he calls me yesterday and he's like, sorry, I didn't respond to your email, but I just decided to go ahead and respond with the app itself. Oh, so he well, had been nice like response. secretly making it for me. Well, that's I was great. Like, what? So he's super nice. But you can also get them at the other big places. Yeah, if you, if I you're mean, in he, one of these places where all the bookstores are closed down, you're out there in the boonies, and you right. want to know more about the pink hair kids that uh, struggle but make it through. I bet. And uh, the ridiculousness great... is that I have a buy on Amazon button on my website as well. Well, that's not that's <laughs> not ridiculous. You're 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 covering all fronts, which what is what you're trying to say. Independent person has to has to do and. Of course, on my site, you just get a link right to the Dale Radio Superstore, which has a lot of great merchandise available. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, That's just... where I'm going to do all of my holiday shopping, by the way. <laughs> well, I'll email you and hope that you have. But uh, there are a lot of great... There's new iPhone cases up there. It's got a picture of me holding up a thing to my ear and... That's nice for people, oh, I think. awesome. And a uh, nice picture of the Gowanus is up there, too, with the Dell Radio logo. There are a lot of great things that you can get, I bet. But, and you have a store on your site, too. Can you get a lot of stuff up there? I have a, a, a fledgling Etsy store. I think you ought to put some more stuff in there is what yeah. I'm thinking. I checked on it. I, thought, I like to buy everything. What else do you got? I like to say it's been a soft opening. I'm going to have an official launch probably in February. February of 2012, mm-hmm. so look forward to yes. that. And uh, and what else you got going on? When's, when's the Tum Tum? Can we talk oh, about Tum Tum? Tum Cushion Cuddle Tum Tum. He is my best friend in the whole world. 
He's a... <laughs> and he doesn't even exist. <laughs> well, don't tell your husband that. Because <laughs> he probably knows your affection for the little fella. And uh, this is a dog, is that right? Uh-huh. Not a real dog, but a no. dog that you've made up and brought to vivid life in, a, in the new series of books that's going to be coming out. When is that going to come out? That is a due for release in spring of 2012. My goodness, 2012 has a lot in store, doesn't it? This, yes, this it year does. felt pretty full, but I think 2012 is going to be a big one. You know, the even years. I like the even years. The it's, odd years tend to be like, eh, odd. Yeah, what's going on? What, yeah. I'm so disoriented. Right. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. And I think that 2012 is going to be a big year for me, too. <laughs> I got a lot in the hopper. As they say, and we got a, of course, we're starting out with a big show in Los Angeles. And I don't know if you can make it or not, but uh, tickets Ooh, are still available. Know. It's a free show. It's at the Hammer Museum at UCLA. And it's going to be me. It's going to be uh, uh, Mark Horowitz, terrific kid, doing a lot of funny stuff around the country. And Mary Lou Metzger, she was on the Lawrence Welk Show. You ever watch the Lawrence Welk Show? Oh, but I've seen Mary Lou Retton when I was a kid. Totally different person, but okay. Uh, it's very similar. Uh, come out and see her and I posted some on the site you can see some video of her uh, I tape it every week uh, baby Pepsi and I watch it and uh, Katrina just covers her ears and goes in the other room but that's alright and uh, Mary Lou's going to be there and my gosh she's a terrific lady and just all class so I'm going to try and not let her down while we're doing the show and my dear friend Daniel Lee is going to be I put mixology by Daniel Lee people say what are oh. you having a live DJ I said no he's going to be making me bourbon drinks is what he <laughs> What he's doing. So Daniel's up there. He's going to be pouring drinks uh, for me. So you get to watch me have a drink as opposed to just listening. That's fantastic. A, a bartender on a podcast. Right. That's what now you I've need. I've heard it all. That's what you need. And uh, music is going to be by the UCLA Jazz Ensemble, led by the legendary Kenny Burrell. This is a big it's a deal. big it's a big show thank you How for did saying you get that this? well we'll talk about that off air but it's 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 uh, some deals have been signed that i'm not altogether happy with but i've gone forward mm -hmm. with it for you the know, sake of the podcast the signing the deals you're never altogether happy with anything they're always trying to take 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 your well, rights uh, that's true and i'm going to just try and give them the best show that i can and that's january that's 19th great. so check that out if you're in los angeles by all means come out it's a free show at 7 p.m so you still got time to get dinner awesome. afterwards, and uh, I'm going to need something after that with all the <laughs> all the mixology. Sounds it. like it. But it's it's going to be good, Jen. I just I'm so happy that we got a chance to to talk and reconnect after all this time. Oh, You've been it's so been helpful great to being me here with you, Dale Siever. And I hope that we get a chance to to do some things in the future. I think we're cooking up something. I can see your mind spinning, <laughs> and my mind is reeling as well. So uh, please uh, wish Danny, is, is his name? Yes. So please wish Danny a happy holiday for me. And of course, uh, happy do. holidays to you. And I wish you well in North Carolina when you take off in a week or so. Yes, uh, five be, days. That'll be okay. Tuesday. Soon, soon. Mm -hmm. you, get, you get all your shopping done? No shopping, just painting. You're going to do paintings I, for people? Yeah. Well, I'd like to get one of those paintings yeah. myself, actually. So let's yeah. talk about that. Okay, so instead of great. five, I'll get up at four tomorrow. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I know the feeling. I promised all these people Kickstarter mm -hmm. drawings. 
And I have, I'm telling you, it's killing me. You know, when you said that, I was just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I've been like 40 drawings of people. I said that I would give to people. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot of, I won't lie with, I won't lie to you. It's a lot of drawings. You yes, don't realize that. a that lot of drawings. People give you six bucks, you got a delivery. Anyhow, it's a, <laughs> I thank every single one of them every time. So, they're coming to you. Don't worry about it. And, uh. Jen, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for your you, hospitality. Dale. I appreciate you so it. Thanks much. for letting me come over here. It's been really fun. It's been a lot of fun, hasn't it? Just talking to people, talking and having a nice time. Well, yeah. uh, I, I urge you to, to stay tuned. Folks, just a technical note here. Sometimes I have to give people a little help with a podcast because sometimes I goof stuff up on my end. I'm not a technical person myself. But I, I want you to know if, you, if you're having trouble with your stream, well, first of all, see the doctor and have that looked at because you might need to have a finger put someplace you don't want. Well, but if it's not, no, seriously, uh, I kid. Well, it's a holiday. Well, that's a good PSA. Well, it's, thank you. I, you know? I'm developing a visual go language to, for Go to the doctor that. every year. Go to the year. doctor. You get to be my age. you got to have that done once a year, and it's not altogether unpleasant. But if you're having trouble with your stream... Uh, you may need to unsubscribe and resubscribe because what happened is the links got all goofed up and now we got it fixed. So if you're having problems, uh, that's how you fix it. And if you don't care to fix it, well, I can't help you. Oh, that's uh, good to know, you know, because I just noticed the other day that I didn't have all the new versions of the podcast in my this iTunes. This is what's happening. We had, huh. to, we had to do a thing because they were over here and I had to move them over there. Ah. <laughs> so I did. So hopefully that'll work for you. And the uh, podcasting isn't a... Science, it's an art. It is an art. Except when it's a science. And I, right. I got out of science my third year in mm. high school. I said, well, I don't need it necessarily. And I got out of it. Science is for the birds. Never been the same. Well, anyhow, of course, uh, uh, I think the next uh, next show probably be after, the, after Christmas, but maybe before New Year's. We'll see. we got a special show planned. I won't tell you about it yet just in case things fall through because you got to deal with people, don't you? And they've... People sometimes, you never know. Am I going to be in a barn in Ohio? I don't know. We'll see. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. I wish you all a very happy and safe holiday season as we go through it. But I also hope you have fun. I mean, live it up. If you're going to be having a barbecue someplace, uh, by all means, pair it with a nice whiskey because that's, that's what will go nicely with it, won't it? And um, and uh, if uh, thanks for all the bottles of scotch people have been sending me too. I appreciate that. Keep that going. Uh, so uh, till next time, I'll be decorating my whiskey bottles in different holiday outfits for the next ten days and posting them to my blog. There you go. <laughs> Unless I don't get to it. Uh, now let's get back to that great music <laughs> that we all enjoy. Oh my goodness! A lot of people came together to make this season possible, and my thanks go out to all of them including the folks behind the season four take on the theme song originally composed by Steve O'Reilly at Engine Sound. This version is arranged by Lisa Mezzacappa and John Finkbeiner, performed by Lisa Mezzacappa and V.J. Anderson, recorded, mixed, and mastered by John Finkbeiner at New Improved Recording in Oakland, California. Thanks also to the following generous, good-looking, and fun-at-parties friends of the program. Cole Akers, Miranda Banks, Rachel Bears, Stefan Bodeker, Hannah Bowes, The Brain Flutter Foundation, Melissa Broder, Adam Bronstein, Justin Carroll, Tom Carroll, Amy Chang, John Charles, Tanisha Christie, Rachel Turner, Pamela Clapp, Julie Cummings, Amanda Duarte, Emily Elson, Dan Engber, 
Alex Estrovitz, Sidney Erickson Feinstein, Lauren Fitzgerald, Aaron Gabbard, Tanya Glanz, Jay Harlow, Betty Jo Hallett. My goodness, this is a lot of beer. Thank you. Very, this is outstanding. Meredith Hudson, Melissa Yeager Miller, Steve Lambert, Daniel Lee, Maura Madden, Shauna McGarry, Michelle Meggett, George Nocktree, Peter Nocktree, Susan Newberry, Aaron Nichols, Steve O'Reilly, Ann Philbin, Elizabeth Eva Rossoff, Gabe Roth, Rebecca Rothbaum, Trinidad Ruiz, Jacqueline Skaggs, Shannon Stratton, Joel Tompkins, Karen Weber, Gabe Weiser, Will K. Wilkins, Brian Ye, and 10 anonymous friends. Thank you all very much.